guys. Hey, hello, everyone. Um, you guys, hey, uh, I thank you first and foremost for, uh, for showing up today. Uh, welcome to the Photographic Collective Podcast. My name is Miles Whitboyer, and, uh, and you guys, if you are tuning in here for the very first time, you're in for a little bit of a cool treat. It's, uh, it's actually our episode one, season two. Um, and, uh, and guys, I have, um, I, it's funny to say, normally I would say I have a guest, but he's not really a guest. He's at every single episode. Um, I've got, I've got my right hand, dude. I've got Jared Fincher, um, with, with us today. And for those of you guys that don't know, Jared is, um, he's actually the, the magic behind this whole thing. So he handles all the editing, all the sound. He's also just sort of my right hand dude for the whole thing. The magic. The magic. Hey, Jared. Thanks for bringing the hey, magic buddy. today, buddy. That's right. Come on. Um, so, hey, Time guys, before I dive into to, to Jared's story and we talk all about, um, we're just going to kind of, we're going to kind of go back and laugh about the last season and, uh, and what, what kind of came from this, how we got to know each other, actually, which is a, a whole other story. And, uh, and I just want people to hear Jared's heart and Jared's, uh, gosh, he's a talented photographer on top of everything else. But first, first things first, we do this at, at the beginning of every episode. I just think it's important to talk about the purpose of this podcast. So, hey, the, the purpose here is really three things. First things first, we want to encourage you to just up-level your life and then push that into your client experience to change the way that you see the art that you create and, uh, and to add more value to that. Then secondly, we want to take that directly into your business so that you are serving and giving and affecting people in a in a more powerful and more intentional way. And then third, we want to invite you into a community uh, full of like-minded artists and uh, and creatives, people over at the Photographic Collective Facebook page, and now as we as we kind of grow and scale, all these relationships that are happening happening. I'm sorry, behind the scenes. We want you to be a part of that. And, and guys, that's a totally free thing. This isn't a sales pitch. This is just us saying, if you hold a camera for a living, we want to get to know you better. Um, okay, so Jared, um, now that that is out of the way, dude, so cool having you here as like a, a, as a part of this, like officially a part of this. So, so tell everybody really quick where you are, who you are, and what your, what your typical role is for, for the podcast, first thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So my name is Jared. I am in Northwest Arkansas with with Miles. I've been on his team for years and years and years now. And uh, this podcast, man, this has been um, kind of an endeavor that we we both kind of took on. Uh, I mean, how many has it been? How many months now? I mean, I know we're 15 episodes in. 15 weeks. Right? Yeah. 15 15, weeks, I, don't, yeah. I don't know how many. Somebody do the math for me. I don't know. So, I mean, that's a lot. But um, yeah, so just a team effort of, hey, let's let's try to serve people through content. I mean, I think when we first kind of brainstormed about it, I just felt like you had good stuff to share with people. And uh, you, uh, we talked a lot about relationships and Everybody knows this about Miles, but Miles is a well-connected man with many relationships, uh, and it's been so cool to hear the conversations with people, uh, just to encourage people, just to, again, I say it all the time, like just to bring light, just a little bit of light into um, some darkness. So that's what uh, that's what I'm all about, dude. I, I I love that so much, guys. I will say this. Um, 
the the entire concept, the entire idea behind this podcast was really Jared's idea. Um, this is this is the third different iteration of me having a podcast. But the reason that the other two failed was because there wasn't enough intention. It, it was mm-hmm. just like you know, let's let's just get on and chat camera stuff and wedding stuff and you know what there's too many of those podcasts out there isn't there jared like i mean be honest yeah, yeah. like there's yeah, there's a hundred uh, and yeah. so and so you came at me with this idea of like man why don't we do something that matters mm-hmm. and and i think we have i i really yeah. do i think we have i think we've learned some like some pretty powerful think back think back to the very first episode that was six minutes long right and i and it was me just being like <laughs> Man, we're gonna keep these short and sweet, and now short and sweet another hour and a half. <laughs> an hour, man. And uh, okay, so so I have to ask you. Um, there's so many ways that I want to go with this with this chat with you, but right. I have to ask you first, just because we're already on the topic. Who or, or or maybe what? What was your favorite episode from uh, from season one? Oh gosh, my favorite episode from season yeah. one. Um, hmm. I mean, I loved the conversation with Porto. I mean, that was super cool. Um, I mean, it's just been cool to see all the different relationships. I mean, Matt Swaggart was on there. Uh, I mean, you had some like, not big name sounds weird, but just some influential people that yeah. it was good to kind of hear um, your voice alongside theirs and hear their stories. And uh, this is something I tell Miles every week, but it's just cool to like see um, just to be able to affirm you in how you can draw things out of people um, so well. So I don't know if I have like a super favorite, but I do know that, man, some of those conversations when tears started coming down people's faces, uh, I mean, Allison's podcast is awesome. <laughs> I, I, I think I've uh, Instagrammed her. I used to tell her that her voice is so easy to listen to. Oh, man. You know, it's like, uh, so she's got the Kenny G of podcast voice. <laughs> So people probably are not going to experience that today. That's for sure. That's okay. So. You're going to edit this on the back end. Surely you can. I know, but there's only so much voices. I can do to my own. So. Do you think you can lay some Kenny G in the background? Probably. Okay. All right. We're going to see if that can happen. Some, yeah, for sure. Some, um, and, and love in the background. Man, I, I was laughing earlier to myself. I posted, uh, I posted the the YouTube video this morning, actually from the the episode with Petronella uh, Lugimwa mm-hmm. um, that went live today. Actually, so if you're if you're hearing this or watching this live, this is actually next week's episode, right? But um, but I was watching the YouTube video that I posted, and it's really funny. At the beginning of that video, you cropped out, you you cut all this out of the audio. But at the beginning of this video, is me saying, "Buckle up for this one, Jared. Yeah, this, yeah. <laughs> this girl's a bucket full of firecrackers." And uh, and man, she is, isn't she? That was a cool. That was a cool episode for me as well. You know what, Ellie? Ellie kind of blew my mind a little bit. Just mm, her 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 joy and um, how passionate she is about just mm-hmm. uh, just kind of finding meeting people where they are. Yeah. Um, that was a really neat one as we well. We did two with her, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the Thanksgiving one. Yeah, that's right. I'd forgotten about that one. I, 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 listen, we have, um, we have a crazy, like I've got a wild list of, of guests, um, that I've already asked to be a part of this and just haven't scheduled them yet. Um, people, uh, like, uh, you know, Tash Jones, Tash just did, she was the head judge for the June bug weddings, 2021 best of. Okay. Okay. Um, she's going to be on here and Tash is a dude. She is super cool. Like okay. she just has this 
this wild vision for photography. So that that's going to be a really cool one. Obviously, Paul Van Reeder. Um, man, when I get the guts up to actually interview him, um, he I think he's just waiting for the invitation. It's going to be a neat. I I think season two is going to be really cool. Um, yeah, I, I, I Nadia is going to be from Square Muse. Is going to be, and she's a Nikon ambassador as well, uh, which is like a cuss word around our company, but that's okay. <laughs> Um, the glory days. Oh yeah, remember when? Uh, hey, mm-hmm. anyway, okay. So, so Jared, um, yep. you've got a really like a really fascinating story, and people like people don't know it, and it's one of the reasons for that is because you were just remarkably humble. <laughs> but the other reason for that is because your role, um, the role that you tend to put yourself in, is really is this like servant leader. You you always sort of sit right behind me. And sort of pushed me along, but I I wanted to give you a chance to like yeah. just talk and actually get some yeah. some much deserved spotlight here. So prior back up before you held a camera, before you literally taught yourself how to be a part of this company and yeah. a part of this industry. Um, yeah. What what brought you to uh, to Northwest Arkansas? Yeah, so just a little bit of my background. So I've actually served in church ministry for the past decade. Uh, we moved to Northwest Arkansas uh, a little over seven years ago, seven and a half years ago, uh, to serve uh, in this church plant in Bella Vista, Arkansas, which is right outside Bentonville. And so uh, me and my wife, uh, we moved here. Uh, we took on that church. Uh, we met in a school. We took down uh, equipment every Sunday, tore down, uh, set up kind of an environment uh, every week. And uh, I took on this staff position as a worship pastor. And so during those years of doing ministry, uh, I kind of picked up a camera as kind of a bivocational kind of role income like God would provide through that. And so I just YouTube education, you know, of, of learning how to how to take pictures of people and and whatnot and Honestly, that's probably where uh, real estate for me and architecture stuff began to kind of grow in me. And that became an avenue that I used as well. And so, I mean, I guess it wasn't until, I mean, I'm probably like a year into that of like faking it until I make it uh, on that stuff when I meet Miles uh, for the very first time. And Miles knows this about me, but like Miles will throw out names of people who I need to know who they are. And I never know who these people are. And Miles was one of those people that I had no idea who he was uh, at the time. But um, I love people and I love connecting with people and I love um, just relationships. So I think I reached out to you. I don't know why. I think well, it was because I, I put out a, I put out a thing, right, and said uh, that I wanted to take people to lunch. I think that was that was it. Okay, I may be wrong, but I I think it, I think it was a thing that I just said, like I I just I miss hanging out with people in the industry, and then I just wanted to meet people for coffee or lunch or. Yeah, I don't I don't remember it, but it but it was super rando, and uh, I still remember our first lunch together. It was epic. We both didn't get the uh, what was it the um, the tomato jam on our hamburgers. Do you remember that? Yes. We both said no because uh-huh. everybody should say no to that. So, yeah, what is what is tomato jam? I don't know. What is that? Oh, it was baking jam, not tomato jam. Oh. Anyways, yeah. it doesn't matter. But Spread- it was something spreadable weird. bacon feels like a weird But choice. I just I knew what we were King Drake Spirits after that moment of saying no to the baking jam. 
Man, and that that initial um, meeting went went sort of something like this for me, and and you know this. Story yeah, let's see your version of it. Yeah, but it it went it went kind of something like this. I um, I have for uh for years and years and years, I've pictured this photographic collective, this this thing that we talk about all the time now. But I've I've tried to visualize what that looks like in action, like in practicality, and. Um, and so about the time that you came along was really when I was sort of, um, I was trying try to grip to this idea of like, how can I, like me as an individual, how can I create opportunities for people? How can I force doors wide open and then push people through them? And, uh, and you just had this, uh, this kind of confidence in, in who you were and what you were doing. And you, you basically said like, sure. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll come, I'll come be a part of that. I'll come hang out and, and sort of be a part of that and, and sort of see where that goes. Um, but I remember you telling me early on, but I don't, I, no pressure, Miles, like <laughs> no pressure. And, and it's so funny because I have over the course of the last seven years working with you at any given time, I have always felt so much pressure to provide and open doors and take care of, of all of us as a team um, mm-hmm. and our employees and, and their families and the kids and and you've always been the one that's been really quick to say like hey miles no pressure mm-hmm. and i would tell you here recording and and literally live i think probably the largest catalyst to me looking at the photographic collective from a brand new lens in 2020 and saying like what if this isn't about me hmm. right like what if it isn't about how many doors i can open or how many opportunities i can create or how many ways and different mediums through which my name can penetrate the the industry? What if instead this is just an opportunity for me to to come alongside other people like you, hmm. and no pressure? Yeah, and it, that was such a cool a cool thing for me. And so I've I've never I mean I've told you thank you for that a hundred times, but I, I don't know if I've ever told you thank you for that publicly. So. But seriously, that that was a massive turn in in the way that I do work. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so fast forward now, all several years, and you mm-hmm. kind of run this. Um, you kind of run this parallel yeah. uh, photography. Uh, you're still in ministry, and we'll, we'll get there. But this this parallel photography world, because you still shoot weddings and portraits and families yep. and all of that stuff, both alongside me and and on your own all the time. Yeah, yeah. But you've really become kind of an expert in uh, in in something that I didn't know prior to you that that there was such a thing. So tell us tell us about that. Yeah, yeah. So I mentioned earlier, you know, back in the early years, uh, I kind of took on real estate as uh, a form of photography um, and something that I could. I guess the market needed it here, and mm-hmm. so something that I was interested in learning about because it's kind of a whole different world in that, in that realm. So, you know, six years later, I've been shooting real estate and architecture stuff, uh, for the past six years and it's, it's come a long way. Uh, and so now I've gotten a chance to be a part of some pretty big projects of, of, uh, of buildings and, um, and just, it's just really cool things that aren't people. Uh, so it's just really different. Um, and so what I discovered in those years of doing that stuff, um, even with people in photography, like I really love taking things that, um, you know, you, you may look at and not really see the true beauty in it and like helping reveal that. And that may sound kind of cheesy with Ooh, real no, estate. No, not at all. Go there. Like, 
go that's, there. That's that's kind of like how I look at it. Um, I mean, I go into these people's houses to take their pictures in there. You know, they're looking to me to help bring their house to life uh, so that other people will, will see it and ultimately want to buy it. But the stuff I really enjoy doing is the architecture, like portfolio stuff for like an architect um, or something like that, because that's really cool. Cause here's their like pride, like their pride and joy of something that they built. Um, and I get to come in and try to capture it um, in a picture, you know, where people can see it and they get to share that uh, with people. So that's something I've had to grow in over the years. Um, but it's something where I've landed even in this past year of like really um, kind of setting into that to know that like, this is what I really enjoy doing. Uh, and this is really what I, I want to pursue really heavily alongside all the other stuff that we're doing. So, yeah. Man, and it's so cool. You guys that are, that are hearing him talk about this, I, I, I would, I would guess, and you know, photographers, um, let me know actually like in the, in the, in the DM or send me a message, something I may be way off here, but I'm used to hearing wedding photographers and elopement photographers and kid photographers talk with this sort of like passion about what they do. Um, but to hear the way that you talk about real estate photography, it's actually really, um, it's sort of beautiful. Like there's this sort of artistic way that you've, you've captured it. That is, it's, it's really special if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll back up just a, a, a brief story. So, um, I, I was for years, for a couple of years, I was actually a professor of photography and I taught lighting. And prior to that, I worked um, for several different photo studios and I'm kind of a lighting guy. Like I sort of understand how light works. I feel like I, I have a, a grasp on how light works. And um, I went to a shoot with Jared. We were actually shooting um, some marketing material for a wedding venue for that some friends of ours own. Mm. And I went to the shoot with Jared and he had me walk around this room with a with a flash with a flash gun in my hand and he was popping the flash off and i was trying to figure out what in the heck this guy's doing and and i was he was painting light with multiple exposures and i i don't i still have no idea how it works and then i saw the image on the back end and it's so funny i've been in this venue a hundred times and it has never looked that pretty Hmm. And so when you say something like that, like you feel like you kind of are able to sort of pull the beauty out of something, I actually totally agree. I, and I, I wouldn't in and of itself typically walk into a place like this and call it beautiful. And then I see hmm. those images and I'm like, man, there's, there's a lot of art just like hmm. hanging out in the shadows. Hmm. Um, so so cool. you, like juxtapose that with your love. So you've said you've been, you've been working in full-time ministry, but you're, but you're, you're yeah. in worship ministry really. So, yep. Yep. and you've released several albums or, you know, singles and stuff like yeah, that. Music, yeah. Um, so tell us where did that, where did all that start for you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, music's kind of my first love. I mean, that, uh, that has a deep place in my heart. Um, yeah. So I've always used music, uh, that's kind of been like my tool and gift to serve the church. Um, and so even though right now I'm not in full-time pastoral ministry, uh, I still serve the church through music um, and through worship leading. And um, man, that's like my sweet place. You know, I, I love doing that. I love leading people. Um, you know, it's just like another, another, this is stuff I'm discovering this year. It's like, it's just like another avenue for me to um, elevate things. Like I've kind of come up with this catchphrase of like capturing, creating things so that I can elevate. 
And, um, you know, if that'd be a house or a couple or like a family, or if it's the Lord, you know, in worship, if it's Jesus, um, like I want to do that. Like I, I, I want my life to be about that, um, that everything that I do, like, let it be bringing light into the situation. Let it be elevating, um, people up and, and encouraging them. And, and so through music, yeah, I mean, uh, I've grown up from a really young age playing piano and the guitar and singing and writing songs. Um, you know, just, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, some of the stuff that, uh, that I've, I've done in the, in the past, but, um, with music, but, uh, yeah, sometimes I still really enjoy it. And I'm just using it a little bit differently now, uh, in, in the year, uh, that we're in right now. So, uh, it's been really refreshing though. It's been cool. I, the reason I asked that is because I, I, um, I, I've learned over the course of the, really the last like 15 episodes, talking to all of these different artists and then just chatting with friends of mine off, off air, right? Mm. But I've learned that I feel like all of us have this, um, this thing in common. Um, the, those of us that I think would consider, like really consider ourselves artists. And there's a lot of photographers out there that are really trying to find their voice right now. And they're still, they're kind of caught in that. You've heard me harp on this forever. They're caught in that content creator trap, mm. right? Of like, um, I, I don't know if I create art, but I capture content. Uh, that that isn't me and yeah yeah another time yeah that's a disgusting way to look at at what you do it's it's just a really fast way to belittle the value in Mm. what you do Mm. but but those of us that really consider ourselves artists what i've learned is that most of us have um multiple mediums through which we really find that expression And and when you learn it, and, and I want I want your take on this because what I'm learning about myself um, as a writer is when I lean in to to writing, when I lean into words, it makes my photography stronger. Hmm. And and uh, and I I've seen that from you in the last several years. It sort of feels like as you've leaned into multiple mediums mm-hmm. and and just expression, like just letting that that soul and art come out. Mm-hmm. Um, how has that, how has that increased or, or has it for you kind of like the joy going back and forth? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a little bit of my personality and I think a lot of creatives can probably relate to it. Like I like doing different things. Like I like not being stuck in, you know, one lane of creativity. Like I want to, like, I love writing music. I love, um, you know, shooting couples. I love doing families. I love shooting, you know, architecture or, or houses or, or whatever it is. Um, you notice he didn't know. say weddings. He did not. Say, <laughs> yeah, I'm, no, I'm just, weddings I'm just in there. I'm just kidding. There's couples, um, you know, just, and, and, and just stretching myself maybe, um, to not get, you know, get bored. I mean, that, that can get to a bad extent where like you're never content. And I struggle with that as well. Um, so I think, uh, I think there's a healthy balance there to, you know, use the gifts that God's giving you um, and use them in different avenues, um, you know, but not, not get so, I guess, bogged in the trap of like getting bored and like, I want to just move on to the next thing, you know, not commit to anything. So. Yeah. I, I think about this a lot. Um, and to, to just echo what you just said, I, I think about this a lot. I feel like, most of us are okay these days considering ourselves as an expert in something. Um, 
but there's sort of this like lost art of master. Hmm. Like what, what comes after experts? Like not, <laughs> not, not, not that I've become, you know, and, and I'm not talking about myself. Right. But like that you, you pour into something and you get just good enough at it that it makes you money. Hmm. And, uh, and then you sort of sit back and say like, okay, I'm just going to hang here. And, uh, and a few people, and, and I would really, I would put you in that, in that camp, a few people that I know that, um, they are more than good enough. And yet they just keep, they just keep going. Like they just keep learning just to say they, they learned. So, okay. In, in contrast to my out, outrageously overpriced, um, sorry that I said that out loud, but it's true. Uh, photo degree. How did you learn photography? You're looking at them in, in your computer screen. It was you, man. Like, uh, I mean, you know, I, I, I joked about having a YouTube education before, but <clears throat> I mean, I feel like, man, we met six years ago and you took me kind of under your wing and kind of had this attitude of, you know, what's mine is yours. Um, I mean, that's where, you know, the light switch came on. I mean, I think it's just a, it's a, just a testament of, I really think that true leadership is leadership that is not afraid to, to give it away. You know, um, I just, I think that's, that's important. Uh, and so I would throw it right, right back at you to say, um, man, I've learned so much from you. And, uh, I think a lot of people are that kind of learner, you know, like hands on and man, you gave me that. So it was pretty cool. Uh, you know, I, I will say, um, I, I, one, I, I'm so grateful for that answer, but I, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's enough. I love that. I can hear the girls playing in the background. Yeah. It's totally not it. the TV. It's totally the girls in the hallway. Guys, no, if you're listening <laughs> to this right now, the fact that you get to actually hear this is, this is Jared's real life. This is little girls yeah, playing in the exactly. background. It's so amazing. Um, don't squash that for a second. So, Good. I, okay. So I, I, um, I lost my train of thought. Okay. So I, I will tell you that I think, I think the fact of the matter is about you is that, that you are, are, fully capable of learning on the fly, but you're humble enough to, to, to not, um, to not be too assertive or too aggressive with what you've learned. Like you just mm -hmm. keep learning. Um, I had a really cool opportunity. You guys, a, a few days ago, um, Jared and I were asked to come in and speak for this pretty large group of people. Actually, it turns out over zoom, there was, there was quite a few of us in there, Jared. Um, but, but the, um, one of the larger real estate companies in Arkansas, actually evidently the largest from what we found out at this, at that uh, meeting, yeah. right? But they asked, said, that's what, that's what, if, if you, <laughs> if you didn't know, that's what they said, but, um, asked us to come in and speak about, um, about like personal branding and social media marketing, uh, as well as, you know, better use of, of photography in, in these realtors lives. And, I had a whole presentation built out that was totally in my comfort zone. And then at some point I basically just looked at you and I said, okay, Jared, take the reins. <laughs> yeah. And man, the fact that I don't have it recorded, it breaks my heart because you were oh, just pouring out. Good like you, Lord. You were just pouring out like, like powerful amounts of, of information for these people. 
um, so my point is sometimes I forget. I know that you're an expert. I know that you are. Like, I know that you know lighting just as well as a lot of the people that we've had on this show. Like, I know that you understand how off-camera wor- flash works just as well as Jason Vincent. And I know that you understand how, like, technical camera work happens just as well as Phil Porto. But sometimes I forget because you're so humble that that you you have mastered these things. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's no question there. Just like, I, I wish I could like edit in applause here because it's, it's really cool to have like a front row seat to that. Um, okay. So, so tell me this really quick, um, because I, I know almost nothing about your childhood, but I kind of want to, so we're going to, we're going to like back. Oh, ahead. Okay, okay. Take me back. Take me back to like back when you had hair and no beard. Oh, I'm, trying man. To, I'm, tr- I'm trying to picture it was that real. Right now. Um, it happened. And now, I, I mean, I know about you and and uh, and your wife, Adrian, and I, I mean some of that story. But yeah. what were you? What were you like? Were you, were you? Have you always been really artistic? Have you always been very creative, or is that something you kind of stumbled yeah. into? Yeah, I mean, music was kind of my thing, even growing up um, from a really early age. Um, I mean, singing all the time, you know, uh, writing songs all the time. Like that was my outlet my kind of way of expressing myself and um even to like uh even coming to now to look back on seeing like oh man that probably wasn't super healthy to um finding my significance in uh the spotlight or being the younger guy but being put up in leadership in in different uh areas at like a young age and being like man look at this, like everybody's watching me, you know, um, and not even like seeing that in the moment, but through, uh, through a lot of counseling, uh, and, and stuff, even in the past couple of years have come to see like, Hmm, that has, that stayed with me. Like I really value, um, people's opinions of me, um, to a, a really negative extent. And I don't know if people can relate to that, uh, as a creative, but I find uh, a lot of my uh, significance in the wrong things. And that's what it was growing up. I think in music, um, wanting to impress people, wanting people to be in awe of like a gift that I'm giving, um, it, it became like my motivation, you know? And so you take that into the church world to where like your motivation it should look very different than that. Um, because when it is about you, uh, that's just your, your downfall. Uh, and it, it, it never ends well, um, when it becomes about you. And so, um, yeah, I think from an early age and even through high school, through college, like, I think that's always been a struggle of, uh, of what is my significance? Like where, what, um, what do I have to give? Is it good enough? you know, asking those kind of questions. Um, so, and honestly, like I'm in recovery, you know, like this is stuff that I'm learning now uh, and it's stuff I learn, you know, daily, but really in the year of, of, you know, our, our 2020, you know, year of stepping back from everything um, and discovering who we really are. Uh, I think I discovered a lot of that um, and it's stuff that I'm trying to change not being so concerned with what people think and what they what they're expecting of me but just to give my best 
um, in everything I do and let the, the ships fall where they, they need to and know that God's going to take care of me. I mean, I'm, <laughs> these are rabbit trails, but I mean, just getting to the point of like, good Lord, I just want to serve people. If I can just serve people like, and this is, this is for me, like, if I can just serve people, like God's going to take care of me. Um, and the year of 2021 has been a, uh, a prime example of how that's happened. And so taking my eyes off of like, how can I make this money or grow my business or whatever, blah, 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 blah. And, and just focus on what's in front of me and the people that God's putting in front of me to where I can serve them um, with like a, just a different kind of love that like people look at and they're like, man, I want some of that, you know, like I want to look different. I want to, um, I want to be that. So I feel like taking that shift and then it makes me not worry so much about, you know, like, is this significant enough or whatever, but to know like this is significant to God and that's good enough for me, you know, and knowing that um, I, I don't have to worry about these things like making enough money or, uh, providing for my family because God's, he, he, he works it out when my motivation is to make him known and the things that I do uh, to bring light. So, man, I'm just like a walking testimony of, of his grace. So it's pretty cool. Dude, that is so, it's yeah, so dead. powerful. No, are you kidding me? That's so crazy powerful. Here's, here's why you guys that are listening, um, you know, regardless, and, and I want, I want to be, um, the, the first person to say this, regardless of your political views or your religious views or where you're at in your life right now, like where your soul is at. I, I, I want you to, I want you to back up. I want you to listen to the last two or three minutes one more time. Because what Jared basically just broke down is that the answer to imposter syndrome, the answer to insecurity, the answer to um, falling into the trap of comparison, the answer to feeling um, alienated and isolated on social media, the answer mm -hmm. to feeling insignificant in your work or in your value, um, the answer to feeling as though your clients don't appreciate you, like mm. all of those things that are very real problems in our industry, like they're, they're, these are ta tangible, tactile issues that we're fighting through as an industry. And Jared in the last three minutes basically said, if you could just find joy, mm. like if you could just find purpose and just find joy, and, and then let the rest of it straighten out. And so for mm -hmm. you, that was, that was learning to serve people, right? That was mm -hmm. having a little bit of faith and just saying like, hey, I assume that if I just love on people well, mm -hmm. things will kind of work out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, to that point of like the, the kind of like love of people that has no agenda. And that's oh. like, that's so hard for I mean, I'm just thinking of myself here. Like it's so hard for me to go into something and give something and not think in the back of my head, like, I hope I get something back or like, I'm going to do this favor. And, you know, maybe weeks down the road, like it'll come back around, like throw that stuff out the window and stuff worrying about, you know, is this going to be paid back to me or, you know, like, is this going to help me in the end? It doesn't matter. Uh, what, what matters is that if you can love people without an agenda, 
you're going to be different than half of the people out there uh, who are serving under this, you know, under this mask of really doing it with an agenda because they want to network or, or make a connection. But man, you come at somebody just to hear them speak or, or listen to their story um, and, and care for them in that way. And then being like, well, what do you want? And you're like, I don't want anything. I just want to know you, you know, I just want to be in relationship uh, with you. And that's, that's, that's all I need. Um, it really does. It's, it's different than how most people function. Um, but I would argue that it's the, it's the best way to run your business. It's the best way to make money because what, what happens is when you serve people that way, money is just a, it's just a side effect. It's a byproduct. Yeah. Yeah, It's a byproduct of it. Um, your growth is a byproduct of it. Um, and I, I mean, I've seen it just in my own life. I've seen it in your life. Um, I mean, it's, it's cool. And I think another byproduct from it is joy and purpose. I mean, gosh, if you start living for somebody other than yourself, um, I think you have to start doing that before you'll actually find, you'll find joy. You'll find some hope. Um, and you can make it through 2020s, you know? Yeah, man. I, um, I think often we get stuck in this silly trap of, uh, of like, it's like we're living in an episode of shark tank. (laughs) <laughs> right. And, and we're all, we're just walking around as, as a uh, small business owners, we're walking around and we're asking people to like pitch us, like prove your value to me mm. and whether or not I'm going to invest back into you. Mm. And, uh, and we're just, we, it's like, we feel like we have that kind of power to say like, no, 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 you're overvalued. Your hmm. worth is not what you think it is. But, hmm. but I would flip that and I would say like, man, how powerful would a show like Shark Tank be if it was all about like people coming in with a great idea and no business savvy, no sales, no pitch, no concept, but they have a great idea. And then yeah. to have Mark Cuban look at them and be like, hey, listen, I believe in you. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> What, what a powerful, you know what? Yeah. And the ratings, the ratings would probably suck, but here's why. Here's the reason why. Because we love to chase answers to our own insecurities. And so when we watch other people battle things, it makes us feel better about ourselves, mm-hmm. right? But if you'll, if you'll look at the last several episodes, right? Like you look at Petronella and her, her falling apart, like falling into tears, talking about simply about the, the only thing that triggered that was me saying, why do you feel so compelled to tell the stories of people whose stories aren't being told? Mm-hmm. And she fell apart, right? Mm-hmm. And then back up to Allison and how powerful and emotional she got when she was talking about the fact that like photography for her was the only way that she had to bond with her dad after her mother passed away. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and these are intangibles. These are things that you can't, there isn't a valuation on these things. There isn't a, mm-hmm. a price. There isn't a dollar sign. And yet some of the most influential people that I know have found purpose in things that don't have, um, you know, a, a, a product behind them. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, I, I go on that tangent to basically say like, it's one of the reasons I really wanted to have this chat with you. And I wanted to have it on the air is because one of the things that I value probably most about you and our relationship is the fact that at, at different times over the course of the last seven years, you have had really large paychecks and you have had <laughs> no, no paychecks no at paycheck. all, right? Zero dollar paychecks, yeah. you guys. And, yeah. and, 
and your joy hasn't changed. Right well, now, that's not, that's not to say we haven't had pretty hard conversations. Yeah, yeah. we've had sure. we've had pretty hard conversations a few times that that have said like, "Hey, what is the point in this? Or what's the future in this? Or like, Miles, cast a vision because if you're not going to lead better, I can't follow better." Right? Like mm. we've had those conversations, but your joy hasn't changed, and and I think it's just I think we just got there. I think it's because yeah. you, your joy isn't based on success. Your joy is based on people. Yeah. 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 No, that's good. I mean, just thinking about all these little things, all these crafts that we do, like music and photography and whatever, like, man, if that's stripped away, if all my hope is in that, like that can end tomorrow. I mean, I could lose my arms, you know, in a car wreck or something tomorrow. Like, like what then, you know, if, if all my hope is in, you know, photography or, whatever, all my joy, happiness, whatever. Your, your um, only personal value, right? The only way that yeah. you see yourself in the mirror. Sheesh. You yeah. know, it, it, it's, it'll, it, it won't last. And it, it, um, I think when you realize that, that this is just a thing, man, you know, I say that about, about music a lot, like, man, this is just a thing. It's just an avenue. This is just a tool. Um, to be used for something greater. And that just, that comes back to relationship for me. Um, I mean, taking pictures of families and uh, doing weddings, it's all about relationship. And, and so I want to be really intentional in that time to say, Hey, if I'm going to be put in this situation with these people to try to capture the best photos that I can of them, I also want to capture the best conversations with them, you know, ever, because I may never see them again, yeah. you know, it's like, what do you have to lose, man? People just want to be loved. Um, and, and my hope can't be in, in these things that I really do enjoy a lot and love. It would be really sad if I lost it. Um, but my hope's not in that. Yeah. So. But let me, let me give you guys context though, as well though, because I, I think it's valuable to say this, that, that, uh, that you can, you can have both though. Like Jared is charging, frankly, he's charging a premium for his time because mm-hmm. he's realizing right now that his time is valuable. Like these relationships that he's building, these families that he's serving, they're paying more than they would to go elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Right. These architects are paying more than they, than they have to. There is, there are cheaper uh, options Not out sure. there. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, and so, you know, the, the flip side of this is when you, when you're living like this, like when you're investing in yourself and you're investing in your relationships like this, people want to invest back. Mm-hmm. Like it's value, it's valuable because they, they're the ROI for them. Like the return isn't just the images. That's not what your clients are getting back. They're, they are getting the other end of the relationship and, uh, mm-hmm. and that's worth a lot. Mm-hmm, it um, is. That's a really cool thing. So let's cast some vision then for, for this season, for season two, because okay. I think that that is literally where, where we've headed here is basically, um, is, is basically like, I think your, your, and, and my trajectory towards like this, there's plenty of podcasts out there about like the business of wedding photography, business uh-huh. of photography, right? Yep. Yep. There's, there's plenty of workshops that'll teach you how to use your camera better. Right. So, so if you could see, because I know you sit behind that, behind the scenes on these things, but then also you, you have to listen to every single episode. Like you have to listen to me mm-hmm. blabber on and on and on. On and on and on. I know. Um, like an outcast song. So what, <laughs> if, if you could cast vision, like if you could say, I want this podcast to go finish that sentence. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I hate to repeat myself over and over and over again, but I would love this podcast to be a light in the dark that you can pull people in to encourage the masses, man. I mean, that's when we, I feel like when we first talked about, like, could this just be a tool? Like, could this be a tool to reach thousands of people? Heck yeah, it can. You know, like, um, and and not by our our power. Like, what if we just go in here and with that attitude of like sharing stories of awesome people um, to encourage others? Like, what if we just went in to do that? And if six people listen, then heck, we just like impacted six people's lives. And so, like, I, I know you can speak to this, but like, I feel like we've had to like shift our our kind of thought process of like, hey, if we don't hit thousands of people with these podcasts, then like. Let's do, let's not do that. Or let's not do the podcast if we can't reach the thousands or whatever, but to say like, Hey, we're okay. Just reaching who we reach and we're not here for the numbers. And if that works out great, if it doesn't, um, you know, like our, our purpose is to just bring light. That w- That's what I want. Yeah, man. I, I know you get to see this every week though. What's, what's powerful for me. You're right. At first I was chasing these insights because I felt like mm-hmm. that was the, I thought, I felt like that was the purpose, right? Like that's what you do. You start a new venture and you start to chase the data mm-hmm. and say like, are we speaking to the right people in the right places? Is this being successful? Yeah. Is it working? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, is it working? You know, how quickly do we monetize? Where do the, where do the sponsors yeah. come from? And, and uh, man, every week right now, Watching people, you know, repost and share the stories or, or send me little messages that are like, whoa, That's like, cool. holy cow, that, that one hit. Or, um, you know, last, uh, last week with Allison, Allison spent a good part of Friday sending me screenshots of people, friends, <laughs> friends of so hers like, so that were cool. texting her yes. that were like, man, this guy totally sees you. And, uh, and he's totally, he's totally pulled what you love about photography and put it out into the world. Man, what a cool. That's pretty neat. I, I mean, I'll take that. I mean, that it worth it. If that's, that's not cool. worth a couple hours of work a week, I, I don't, yeah. I don't know what is. Yeah. Heck yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I think that's sort of the vision for, for our guests moving forward, for our topics moving forward is, uh, is just like, Hey, how do we, how do we love people? Like, how do we do this differently? And, uh, and then, like I always say at the beginning of the podcast, right, then the, the, the purposes, like the third purpose, the third purpose is always to bring people into community. Mm-hmm. And, and that, I think if I had to say anything about sort of my vision for this, this next, you know, 10 episodes, 12 episodes, it's that. It's, it's to not, not just put out great information, but to invite them in mm-hmm. and say like, hey, there is some good stuff happening. Mm. Uh, we created that same thing. Do you, do you know, do you remember? I, I think I created that Facebook page initially, like it was probably five or six years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just sat there dormant for, for probably five years. And then all of a sudden I kind of looked at it and was like, Hey, let's just let this be a home for people. Like, let's just let it, let's let it scale. And, and these days it's, it's this neat conversation and people going back and forth and, uh, and like chatting about, you know, the last, last several, several days have been us talking about Phil Porto's surgery and, um, and you know, him, him having come out of the other side of that in the really the best possible scenario. And I want to get to that before we wrap up this episode as well. Um, so, well, Jared, dude, tell us, I, okay. Tell us about like where, where you're headed. Like what comes, what comes next? Cause a guy like you doesn't, doesn't act without some level of vision. So 
where what it what is life like for you in the next few years that's a great question man i feel like that's we're kind of in that season kind of dreaming and um you know i actually listened to a really cool podcast the other day that the guy was talking about um because we're, we're just our family's kind of in a different season right now of of resting um and just coming out of church ministry full-time and doing photography full-time now um and so kind of coming out of that, trying to figure out what's next for us, Lord. And uh, in this podcast, this guy was talking about kind of that idea of so so often it's like, yeah, I'm just taking a break. Like, you know, I'm taking a break from playing music on Sundays or taking a break from this. And um, he kind of rephrased it to um, what the Bible talks about. It talks about waiting on God. It doesn't talk about taking breaks. It talks, it talks about waiting and so um, I think I'm in a season of waiting on God. And in that waiting, um, I'm doing a lot of dreaming. Like I want to, I want to excel at the things that he's putting in front of me. And architecture is one of those things that like, I want to take off. Like I want to do, I want to do really cool things with this. Um, and even our partnership is like shifted and changed and gone all new level. Like we're on like a yeah. whole new level now. Yeah. Uh, and it's, um, you know, it's just excited and dreaming about what, what's next for that and how that looks. How do we take on these? How many weddings is it for next year? It's like I've got 28. Booked, yeah. Okay. Thanks so, for 2022. Yeah. I mean, oh, just dreaming ha- about. Heaven help me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just well, booked another one for 23 today, by the way. I haven't had a chance to talk to you about. So, yeah. So I, I think that's going to be really cool. And I'm looking towards that and just seeing how God's using things and, and just taking care of us. And um, so I'm really, that's kind of where I feel like I'm headed is a, is I'm in a season of waiting and I'm not going to be there forever. And um, I think in that season of waiting, I want to be ready. And so I think right now, like I'm soaking up all these awesome tutorials at the end of the year here of like just learning new things. I'm, I want to always be a learner. Uh, and I think we all should be that way. Like always be available to learn from people because uh, everybody has something to give. Um, and so be willing to not know it all. And Ooh. that's where I want to be. So uh, in the next couple of years, I think that's where uh, I'm headed. Mm, that's really cool. That's powerful. Uh, well, dude, I, uh, I don't know. I, I get to, it's, it's funny. Like I get to call you um, one of my closest friends, I, I get to, I get to tell people, well, yeah, I mean, you are because I, you know, this is, this is a special one for me. I, there's, this is, you're the first guest on this podcast that, um, that I really have that like intimate, like, you know, intimate, like history with. Um, but also I, I just get to tell you bluntly, like you, you've just been such a massive inspiration for, for my work and where we're headed, um, as a family where, where my heart is at and, and, uh, and what I want. And so I'm just really That's grateful cool. for that. I'm grateful for, yeah. for, for Adrian. I'm grateful for both of your little girls, which, um, by the way, guys, if, if, if you get the opportunity to like click over and see a picture of Jared's beautiful family, one, I probably took it and, uh, yeah, it's true. yeah shameless they, plug there. Yep. Um, and if you get from their mom, and if you get my Christmas card this year, Jared took that. So that's right. Um, Boom. Yep. Yep. See how so, that worked. Select few. Um, 
Well, guys, I hinted at this uh, briefly earlier, and I just I just want to drop this in here really quick and and uh, and not ask a ton out of you guys because that is not the purpose of the podcast. But but I want I want you guys to know. Um, you know, I, so many people, it's it's by far, it's the most uh, listened to episode that we had in season one was the episode with Phil Porto, uh, mm-hmm. where Phil initially told everybody about some of the health problems that he was going through and some of the things that he was facing. And, um, and so I wanted to give everybody an update on that. His surgery was this last week. Um, it was an exploratory surgery to just try and get a little sliver, a biopsy of that tumor behind his eye. And it actually was significantly more successful than they thought it was going to be. Um, so a seven hour surgery took just over three hours and they got a good portion of the tumor and they actually are at this point calling it benign, which is like best case scenario. Awesome. Uh, man, isn't that good? Like, isn't mm-hmm. that good? Um, good news. so, but here's what I, what I will tell you guys, uh, just, just as a community, I will tell you guys, um, Phil, Phil's family here right before Christmas, Phil's family is going to be on the hook for just over 90 I said it ninety thousand uh, dollars from this procedure, and so uh, you know, as a community, as a group of friends, um, and uh, and as an individual, I'm going to be setting up a, a GoFundMe page for for Phil um, in the next couple of days. I've been talking really closely with him to make sure that he's comfortable with that, but um, and just asking you guys as a part of our community to sort of consider. Uh, coming alongside his family and and supporting in, in that way. Um, that's a really, it's a really cool way that we can kind of, I don't know, uh, band together and make this more valuable than just, than just photo high fives, you know? Um, hey, last thing, we got a few of these through, but I, oh, it just says Facebook user. Gents, hello, cool. dang. Well, you know who that is. The only Ew. person that ever calls us gents is David Kovacs. Oh, it nice. has to be David Kovacs. <laughs> so, um, all right. Facebook hey, user. Man, face, Facebook, random Facebook user says, gents, hello. Um, hey, y'all, if, you, if you've tuned in, if you've made it nearly an hour into this podcast, um, just a big thank you for, yep. for letting, letting Jared and I just sort of spit, spit back and forth and chat and hang. Um, Jared, thank you, dude. Your, your time is yeah, valuable man. these days. And, uh, and so thanks, thanks for wasting a little bit of it with me. I really appreciate that. Love being in front of the camera, man. Anytime. <laughs> it loves you. It, <laughs> man, you're so handsome right now. Oh um, hey, you know, as we, as we sign off, I, because this guy is going to be one of our future guests, we've been talking back and forth about this forever and I want you to burn him right now so I can tag him in this and make sure that he commits to picking his date. What, uh, okay. what are you, what are you getting off here? You getting off here, well, uh, to do something very important with your time. And I want you to right. tell us all what that is. Well, me and Ryan T, we got our, uh, we got our second guitar lesson happening in, in about 10 minutes. Oh, I so love it. he's got to learn a Christmas song before Christmas. He kind of yeah. waited to the last minute, but <laughs> I'm up for a challenge. Man, I just want to—I want to be able to live stream that more than anything. So, you guys that don't know, Ryan Teague is a—he's uh, a buddy of ours uh, from the other side of the world. Feather and Finch Photography. He's a freak photographer, super talented, uh, great dad, just a great guy. Um, and yeah, now he's learning how to play guitar, and and our very own Jared Fincher is teaching him good. over yeah. Zoom. Yeah. He, there's uh, something there. There's some talent okay. there. Yeah. Well, he's like the God's gift. He's, he's like the specimen. He's a rock star. Yeah. He looks like it. He looks like the type he of guy. You should just be able to auto-tune him and he, you'd fix it. I just want to listen to him talk. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, man. Well, Jared, love you, buddy. Thank you so much yeah. for this. I know you've, you've, got a, you've got a lot you've got to get to. Um, listeners, you guys, thank you so much for investing your time 
15 episodes now worth of time into uh, into this silly little podcast. Uh, We're just so grateful for you and we hope that you will stick with us uh, for at least another 15. Come on, baby. Yeah.